Are you consciously using your time every single day in a way that lights you up and makes you feel like you're living your best life? Because if not, that's what the topic of this episode of the Untapped Podcast is all about. It's time to start valuing your time. Welcome to Untapped, a weekly podcast where you can learn, apply and share how to go beyond your human potential to live your best possible life. Join me, Natalie Sisson, on my personal challenges and experiments, including training for triathlons, as well as my interviews with inspiring everyday people who've pushed through their own mental, physical, and entrepreneurial boundaries to reach their full potential. It's come to my attention that I use my time incredibly well, most of the time, maybe like 94% of the time. And so it always surprises me when I meet people who squander their time. And I don't know why it's never, ever, ever going to leave me, but I just can't kind of fathom how these people are letting their life slip away from them or choosing to give their time to other people or to things that are simply not important. So I want to get real on today's episode because this is the one thing that lights a fire under my butt without fail all the time. I see it in my dear friends, in my loved ones, in my peers, and not for want of trying or educating or sharing or helping or supporting, can I seem to get many of these people to reconsider why their time is not being spent well, or why they are squandering their time, or worse, giving it to other people and things that are simply not important to them. The problem with all of these things is that often these people that I love dearly end up resenting a whole lot of things in life and these people that they're giving their time to because they feel like it's being sucked away from them, even though they are the people who consciously chose to give their time away in the first place. So how can we avoid this little conundrum? Because it's kind of important and it happens a lot. I've recently finished reading a book called Finish What You Start, and it felt applicable today, or I should say maybe very appropriate, to discuss just a couple of key things that I learned from that book. And by the way, you absolutely must read it. If you listen to the audiobook, you'll be done in three hours or less, so it's a great use of your time. In fact, I listened to it in one and a half speed while I was out running. And by the end of the run, I was like, oh my God, I'm finished. And I have all these notes that I want to take. So thank you, Peter Hollins, for writing a great book. And it is simply a book where he has also been curious all his life about how we manage our time and also why we don't finish things that we start, right? And there's a number of reasons for this. Some of it's to do with laziness and discipline. Some of it's to do with our motivation levels. Some of it's to do with procrastinating, perfectionism and fear. Good old fear always creeps in. But what I wanted to focus on from his book today, and what I hope will be a short, punchy podcast episode for you, is essentially six rules that we seem to apply to ourselves about how we kind of go through every day. And I want to bring these up because I think they're worth discussing and thinking on and then taking some action on. So one of the things that Peter suggests you do is write a manifesto. A manifesto, in his words, is nothing more than a set of rules to follow every day. The very first manifesto, by the way, that I ever read was my friend Chris Gillibo's The Art of Nonconformity Manifesto. And it was around 30-page PDF that basically put out this beautiful intention for how he wanted to live in this world and what was important. And it was really moving and really motivating. And it got shared and disseminated a ton. And uh, 
it was just a really beautiful way of saying, here I am, here's what I believe in, here's what I believe I will commit to turning up and showing up in this world and to doing. And if you want to live your life in the same way, then here, here's my manifesto, it's free, take it, make it into your own, write your own, and live by your own rules of life. So here are the six rules of life that Peter believes would be really useful to follow. And several of them I actually have written about myself, blogged about, vlogged about, and podcasted about. Number one, are you acting out of laziness? If so, is this a characterization you want for yourself? Number two, three major tasks a day maximum. Differentiate between important tasks, urgent tasks, and simple wasted motion. This is what we have built the fundamentals of Life Pilot on with no more than three goals or intentions every day, every week, every month, every quarter, every year. And it works. It works because the minute you go over three, you are overwhelmed and you are less likely to actually start on the things that you need to do. And you're more likely to be lazy or procrastinate or not get anything done. Number three, create daily limitations and requirements for yourself. These keep you within the bounds of what you need to do. Once again, that kind of relates to number two, which is not setting yourself more than three major important tasks, unless you are incredibly disciplined, incredibly motivated, and really focused on getting things done. Rule four, sometimes we lose sight of what we want to accomplish. Thus, reaffirm your intentions by stating, I want, I will, and I won't statements. And I find this a really handy rule to have for yourself because when you're losing track of the why or the reason behind the thing you are doing, you're very likely to disregard it or let it go. And we don't want that to happen just because you're having a hard day, you're feeling challenged, or you're feeling really tired. You want to have a big enough reason and purpose behind the work you're doing. So reaffirm with those statements, I want, I will, and I won't to get you through and get the big picture back. Rule five, try to look into the future, 10 minutes, hours, and days at a time. Do you like what you see when you consider not following through? I really love this one. It's a little bit like the perfect day exercise that I get people to do. The more you can visualize exactly how you want to be living and showing up in this world, the more likely that is to become a reality. If you lose sight of that and you're not looking ahead into the future, it's too easy for you to become distracted and walk away from the things you want to do. Whereas if you're constantly having a little sneak peek into the future and going, you know what, today I'm doing this training because in three months time I can compete in that event and be really fit. Right now it feels so far away, but this is my future. This is where I'm heading. This is why I need to turn up today and do the work. Same for your business. You're writing a book, look ahead and visualize yourself feeling super proud, seeing your book in the book stands, at a book tour, speaking on stage, whatever it may be that gets you juiced about the purpose of why you are turning up to write 500 words a day, because in three or six or nine months time, you're going to be holding a physical book in your hands and making a big impact on the readers of your book. Rule six, it's just 10 minutes, right? So if you want to quit, it's just 10 minutes. And if you need to wait, it's just 10 minutes. Now, what Peter means by this, and it's such a beautiful one, is if you feel like giving up in that moment, say just 10 minutes more, and after that, you'll quit. It's a really interesting thing, but it does trick your brain into just carrying on for 10 more minutes. And typically by that time, you are well and truly 
back into the activity that you're almost going to give up on. It's a little bit like when I'm out running, if I'm really not feeling it or I'm pretty tired, I go, oh, I'll just do another 200 meters. And then I'll be like, okay, I'll just do another 200 meters. And I'll just do, and before I know it, I've run like three or four more kilometers more. The same applies with, okay, I'm fed up with this, I'm feeling down and out, but I'm going to give it 10 more minutes. The reverse of that is just wait 10 more minutes. So that works really well when you're like, I really feel like eating a big massive cheesecake. And you go, okay, cool. Just wait for 10 minutes. And in 10 minutes time, you can have that cheesecake. But in the meantime, come back to the activity that you were doing or working on and then see how you feel. It also works really well because if you can embrace the waiting, if you can embrace that moment and wait for 10 minutes before you make that decision or do that thing, you are likely to not go ahead and do that and you're likely to stay on track. So those were the six rules that he has within his manifesto. I would love to see which ones really resonate with you, which ones you would add in there, which ones you would strike out, and which ones you would replace. But the point is, you get to set the rules of how your day is going to go. You get to set the rules of where you want to spend your time. You get to set the rules of how you want to spend your time, not just where. And I was very intentional about this on a Sunday when I am recording this to you. I set myself more than three things today, but I spent five days leading up to really looking forward to Sunday. I knew it was going to be raining. I knew that I would have taken two solid days off to just relax, recharge, be out in nature, doing my thing, catching up with friends, reading books, doing some training, but all the while not working. And so I knew when I came to Sunday, I wanted to blitz it. I wanted to record some vlogs. I wanted to record podcasts. I wanted to record my audiobook. I wanted to get some really important things done. And I was going to do it come hell or high water. And I had prepared my mind for it. And I was very intentional about how I spent my time. I also got to hang out with friends and have a beautiful lunch and um, some special quality time and lots of time with my puppies and playing frisbee but I really nailed the things that I wanted to get done because I had set it up in my head several days before that this was going to be the day I powered through the important work. And man, it feels good. I am now at the end of the day, I'm going to go off and watch a documentary by Brene Brown because I have blitzed through all the things that I put down on my list and I feel like a rock star. And why? Because I decided. I set my intentions. I allocated my time. I prioritized my tasks. Whoop, whoop. So I hope that this podcast has helped you to consider how to finish what you start, some of the reasons why maybe you aren't right now, and then to consider writing a manifesto for yourself so that your time becomes your own, so that you design how you want your days to go, and where your time gets spent, where it gets allocated, and where you get to invest it. And start rethinking about your relationship with time because it's precious and you only have one shot at this life. So go ahead and make the most of it, you beautiful, gorgeous thing, you tap into your potential. If you're enjoying this podcast, come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast. You'll see all the previous episodes. I'm super thrilled with how many people are finding this podcast, downloading it. So feel free to share that link with a friend who needs to hear this as well and tap into their potential so they can live their best life. Tune in next week where I will be interviewing a fantastic guest on how to further tap into your limiting beliefs so that you can bust through them 
and reach your full potential. And I'm going to be bringing more guests onto the show. So make sure that if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever, that you subscribe and get fresh episodes the minute they're released. If you're enjoying listening, please head across to nataliesisson.com forward slash love and consider making a small donation to the making of this podcast and all the content and research that goes behind it to produce it and get it out to you. I would love that. Feel free to buy me a copy. Feel free to just say hello at Natalie Sisson if you've been enjoying this episode and share a photo of you listening to it. Always keen to see that on Instagram. That's it. I'm over and out. I'm off to spend my precious time in a way that I want to. And I hope that you do the same today.